Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
continue our Norse mythology series by reading the Wikipedia article on Loki. manner towards them. 
Loki is a shapeshifter, and in separate incidents, he appears in the form of a salmon, a mare, a fly, and possibly an elderly woman named Bok, which is all the Norse for thanks. Loki's positive relations with the gods end with his role in engineering the death of the god Baldr, and Loki is eventually bound by Veli with the entrails of one of his sons. In both the Poetic Edda and the Prose Edda, the goddess Skadi is responsible for placing a serpent above him while he is bound. The serpent drips venom from above him so that Sijin collects into a bowl. However, she must empty the bowl when it is full, and the venom that drips in the meantime causes Loki to writhe in pain, thereby causing earthquakes. With the onset of Ragnarok, Loki is foretold to slip free from his bonds and to fight against the gods among the forces of the Jotnar at which time he will encounter the god Heimdall, and the two will slay each other. Scandinavian folklore. 
Loki may be depicted on the Snapton Stone, the Kirkby Stephen Stone, and the Gosford Cross. Loki's origins and role in Norse mythology, which some scholars have described as that of a trickster god, have been much debated by scholars. Loki has been depicted in, or is referenced in, a variety of media in popular culture. Stations. In the Poetic Edda, Loki appears, or is referenced in, the poem Voluspa, Lokasena, Brimskivda, Reginsmal, Bolstrama, and Hindlchot. In the Lokasena, the poem Lokasena, Old Norse for Loki's quarrel, centers around Loki fighting with the other gods. Loki puts forth two stanzas of insults while receiving figure responds with a single stanza, and then another figure chimes in. The poem begins with a prose introduction, detailing that Ijia, a figure associated with the sea, is hosting a feast in his hall for a number of the gods and elves. There the gods praise Edgir's servers, Fimafeng and Eltir. Loki could not bear to hear that, and kills the servant Fimafeng. In response, the gods grab their shields, shrieking at Loki, and chase him out of the hall 
and to the woods. The gods then return to the hall and continue drinking. Loki comes out of the woods and meets Ildir outside of the hall. Loki greets Ildir and the poem itself begins.
breaking the silence, Loki says that thirsty, he had come to these halls from long way away to ask the gods for a drink of the famous mead. Calling the gods arrogant, Loki asks why they are unable to speak and demands that they assign him a seat and a place for him at the feast or tell him to leave. The skaldic god Bragi is the first to respond to Loki by telling him that Loki will not have a seat and place assigned to him by the gods at the feast. For the gods know what men they should invite. Loki does not respond to Bragi directly, but instead directs his attention to Odin and states, Do you remember Odin when in bygone days we mixed our blood together? You said you would never drink ale unless it were brought to both of us. shooting. 
responds that were they outside of Agia's hall, Bragi would be holding Loki's head as a reward for his lives. Loki replies that Bragi is brave when seated, calling him a bench ornament, and that Bragi would run away when troubled by an angry, spirited man. Goddess Idun interrupts, asking Bragi as a service to his relatives and adopted relatives, not to say words of blame to Loki in Agia's hall. Loki tells Idun to be silent, calling her the most man-crazed of all women saying that she placed her washed, bright arms around her brother's slayer. Idun says that she won't say words of blame in Ajir's hall, and affirms that she quieted Bragi, who was made talkative by Bia and that she doesn't want the two of them to fight. The goddess Jefgun asks why the two gods must fight, saying that Loki knows that he is joking, and that all living things love him. Loki responds to Gefjun, by stating that Geftun's heart was once seduced by a white boy who gave her a jewel and who Geftun laid her thigh over.
Loki must be insane to make Geftjun his enemy. Her wisdom about the fates of men may equal Odin's own. Loki says that Odin does a poor job in handing out honor in war to men, and that he's often given victory to the faint-hearted. Odin responds that even if this is true, Loki once spent eight winters beneath the earth as a woman milking cows, and during this time bore children. Odin declares this as perverse. Loki counters that Odin once practiced sedia on the island of Samso, and, appearing as a wizard, traveled among mankind, which Loki condemns as perverse.
goddess Freya declares that Loki must be mad, stating that Freak knows all fate, yet she does not speak it. Loki claims each of the gods and elves that are present have been Freya's lover. Freya replies that Loki is lying, that he just wants to yelp about wicked things, that gods and goddesses are furious with him, and that he will go home thwarted. In response, Loki calls Freya a malicious witch, and claims that Freya was once astride her brother Freyr. And when all of the other laughing gods surprised her, Freya then farted. This scenario is otherwise unattested. Njordir, Freya and Freya's brother, says that it is harmless for a woman to have a lover or someone else beside her husband, and that what is surprising is a pervert god coming here who has born children. son Freyr, who no one hates, 
and is considered a prince of the Aesir. Loki tells Njordir to maintain his moderation, and that he won't keep it secret any longer, that Njordir fathered his son with his sister, although one would expect him to be worse than he turned out.
stops at this point and says that he sees a wolf lying before a river mouth and that, unless Loki is immediately silent like the wolf, Loki shall also be bound until Ragnarok. Loki retorts that Freya purchased his consort Gerd with gold, having given away his sword, which he will lack at Ragnarok. Big Fear, referred to at the introduction of the poem as a servant of Freya, says that if he had a noble lineage, as an honourable seat as Freya, he would grind down Loki and make all of his limbs lame. Loki refers to Bigvir in terms of a dog and says that Bigvir is always found at Freya's ears or twittering beneath a grindstone. Bigvir says that he's proud to be here by all the gods and men, and that he's said to be speedy. Loki tells him to be silent, that Bigvir does not know how to apportion food among men, and that he hides among the straw and dais when men go to battle. sharp rock by the gods. 
Loki says that, even if this is his fate, that he was first and foremost with the other gods at the killing of Skadi's father, Jazzy. Skadi says that, with these infants in mind, baneful advice will always come from her sanctuaries and plains to Loki. Loki says that Skadi was once gentler in speech to him, referring to himself as the son of Lofay. When Skadi once invited him to her bed, another event that is unattested elsewhere, and that such events must be mentioned if they are to recall shameful deeds. serving 